Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians try to escape the horrors of the mists. Wet change entered the church in the nameless graveyard, and when Del realized it was Thanksgiving, they decided to celebrate and found some food and drinks. Rumpel Forskin made a berry jelly and baked a calzone inside themselves. They all played cards, and the doctor deputy put on such an incredible show with the tech deck that Tyler gave it to him permanently. They all said what they were thankful for, received gifts from the watchers, including a goat for New Rogue that he can pet without harming, and discovered that Shadow Nemesis had slept with a sanguine. Now can they defeat the gargoyle that just landed unexpectedly in their midst? I doubt it. <laughs> the gargoyle king has slammed down onto the central altar and returned his head to his body. It is still wearing an Ezra headband. It is covered in candles, but it is looking tremendously dangerous. Can everyone please roll me initiative? Oh, balls. (laughs) Oh, balls over here, too. Oh, okay. (laughs) No balls on Guy Bradford. That's a 19. Guy Bradford's got no balls. He's fast. (laughs) He ain't got no balls to slow him down. Aerodynamic. I also yeah. have no balls. I rolled uh, 18. Damn, Ooh. me and Tyler. Balls Look at these plenty. eunuchs way out ahead, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got right. four. So smooth down there. Just the four for me. Dell's got a four. Tyler? I rolled a natural one, and I can't remember how that impacts initiative. <laughs> I, that you might want to give... You might want to punish me for that, or if the modifier, it would be a two, if that's how you just want to give me a two. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Oh, you that. know me. I'm so against punishment. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Dr. Deputy. Rumple foreskin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, does does that guy's goat get a, get a, a thing? <laughs> oh, yes, it does. Goat. Guys, goat. Guys, guys goat. Guys, goat. <laughs> Guys, go. Yeah. I have so many G's in this thing. Guys, go. Gargoyle King. Um, Go, go. Guys, go. Yeah. Guys, go. go, He's got the gumption. He gets to go. Go, go. Guys, go. Um, (laughs) I forgot the goat. It was so beautiful, and now it's a goddamn mess. Uh, New Rogue. Perhaps fueled by Ezra, because this is a church in which you belong, the first person to get to react on this list is you. What do you do? Evil has entered the house of Ezra. Uh, You wear the banner of Ezra across your head, but you hold not his soul. I have to protect everybody. I'm going to do something. Let's see. Oh yeah. Okay. Here's here's something I haven't used before. Um, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna. I, 
I, I will paint a quick picture for everyone for context. There oh. is an altar. You are all standing around the altar. The Gargoyle King is on the center of the altar. To the north is the fake illusory Chuck E. Cheese. To the south are the various pews made of wood. Then there is a gap of space inside this alcove to the east or west. Now, what are you going to do, New Rogue? I just wanted you to know that in case your undoubtedly insane actions are affected by the environment. Um, okay, so I feel like everybody here uh, will be able to defend themselves relatively well. Um, but I have this new baby goat, and I'm very concerned for it. Um, so I look into its little eyes, and it's just like, ah, you know, and um, <laughs> it's, it's scared. Goat. And so... I'm just going to go down, pet him on the head, realize you're still there. Don't worry, yeah. little guy. You'll be protected by my shield of faith. And then I put my hands together and say, Ezra, please protect the little baby. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's what I say. Uh, <laughs> Got to roll that. Uh, you're casting shield of faith? On the goat. Yeah, I think Shield I of Faith is just an action. I think roll. that just really? happens. It just raises, it's what, plus two AC, if I'm correct? Uh, One bonus action. Yeah, it's plus uh, two bonus AC. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a bonus action? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so you just do that. Oh, hot damn, yeah! <laughs> what does it look like as the Shield of Faith springs into place around your goat? Um, This would be, um, I can't place the name of it. Actually, it's weird, but it's this. Well, that's perfect because the mists swirl up and give you a pop culture reference that helps you fully frame this moment. Don't have actually, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Couldn't tell that was character or guy. Sorry, guy. (laughs) Well, it's this. It's it's this Dutch guy, and um, he's wearing a little cape, (laughs) and his skin is flaking. And, you know, the light golden touch of Ezra surrounds him as he surrounds my go. And he says, I'm not going to let this little goat get hurt. And this is, and it's it's just this little uh, Dutch guy named Goldmember. That's right. The Michael Myers Austin Powers universe lives again. And it it basically, it's just, it splits into four of them. So it's like kind of like a a, a diamond shape. And they kind of like spin and rotate. They're like, ah! Uh, yeah. So it's they, just a, a barbershop quartet of small golden figures yelling, I like gold! Yes, exactly. Harmonizing. And they, and they revolve the around my little goat. Okay, that's your bonus action, meaning you can still move <laughs> and do something. Well, now that my little goat's good, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to um, do something which I don't often do. Not use magic. So I'm going to take out my short bow because I haven't used that in a while. And I'm going to try to hit this little uh, sucker in the, in the face uh, because I think you're, that might do something. Great. Let's roll an attack. All right. Hey! I'm assuming, I was going to say, you'll have to set your goat down to fire a bow as it requires two hands. Is the goat going there between you go, your feet? There little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you setting it on the altar? Where is it ending up? Uh, he's being. I'm placing him behind me, and I'm going to let him find his own way. So perfect. <laughs> Go wander off now. Yeah, <laughs> find <laughs> find a nice place. Hey, ass! <laughs> Prepare to have a dart. Um, and then I I, I shoot my little uh, uh, dart arrow. <laughs> it's an arrow, not a dart. Um, and that is a nineteen. 19, that will hit. Roll your damage, my friend. Okay. Oh, boy. That is... Uh, do I add my strength onto that? Or uh, Yes. Whenever, If you look at the damage listed next to the weapon on your oh, sheet, it should include the damage of like what you roll plus what. Love it will be it. plus strength. That's cool. Or plus dex, maybe, for this, because it's a ranged weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, then that comes to a 17. Wow. What do you roll for that? I rolled my 13. 
Oh, wait, yep. 1d6. Oh, damn it, 1d6. <laughs> oh, I got so excited. I was like, so I know, excited. Never mind. I forgot. I don't know well. a lot about D&D, but I know a short bow does not do 17 damage at level face. 3. I saw his face and I'm like, oh, 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 no, maybe it is. I think it's two D100s plus my modifier. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. a pathfinder. I do 64 damage. <laughs> we win. Uh, D100. The little lamb distracted me. Um, uh, Go. It's a six. Six. There we go. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> you fire you fire your bow and the arrow creases a furrow along the forehead of the gargoyle king and snaps off one of the blood candles. Uh, it is damage, but this is a hardy stone monster. Oh. Do you want to move or are you happy staying where you are? Um I mean, not so much happy, but just do you want to stay where you are? No, I'm going to, I'm going to, now that he's hurt, I'm going to grab my little guy behind me. I'm going to like, uh, with my back arm, put him on my back and then tuck and roll away. Great. So you were just moving 30 <laughs> feet away. Do you want to move towards the entrance to the church? Oh, uh, to the south? hell yeah. Great. You, just, you took your shot and you're running with your goat through the pews directly away from combat. You guys got this. <laughs> Shadow nemesis. You hear, you guys got this echoing through the air. What do you do? Uh, uh, okay. Can I do for like a bonus action? Can I yell at Dr. Deputy and be like, like, uh, he's, he's attacking us. That means you can attack him. And, uh, is he yep. gonna do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, generally speaking, I, in our game, we kind of allow speech as a general thing. Uh, Doctor Deputy is currently standing, holding a tech deck on the altar, going like, "Okay, oh, what are you doing? Get in the robot! It was Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> get in the tech deck! Get in the robot! I'm not putting it down. It's mine. Uh, and he's Just gonna turn and you. run for his robot. <laughs> okay, good. Now that my bonus action is done. Um... <laughs> He's so is how close is he to me? Like I guess I'm pretty like you are just outside of engagement range. If you take kind of one step forwards, you'll be swinging up at the altar towards him, but you're far enough away now that you have to choose to step forwards or you could move further away if you wanted tactically. So uh, can I attack him this round or Yeah, if you just move yeah. forwards. It's oh, like yeah. take five steps for like take a step forwards and you're within swinging range. I heroically step forward <laughs> and like a like a uh a lumberjack of old against an old <laughs> oak. I just double hand my axe and I'm like, here comes the axe. And I just give him a big swing and I just want to go right into his his torso. That's Great. it. Right. You you step forwards and take your big swing. Yeah. Can you roll me an attack? But as the mists swirl up, <gasps> it's not with a D20. Please roll me a D6. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Here goes everything. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three. Here we go. You man. step oh, up. And just take the you you leap onto the altar for your heroic swing and lash out at this gargoyle just as it turns to see New Rogue leave. And your axe cleaves through the space where it is with your two-handed ultra strong swing. Can you roll me a D6? I just need a nice coin flip here because there is a side where there is a doctor deputy climbing into a robot, and there is Dell standing there. And I need to know <laughs> who's gonna take this axe hit. Well, uh, number five will take that hit. Dell is taking the hit. Can you roll me a critical hit? Oh, me? yes. Please. Oh, no. Um, meaning. Uh, I need you to roll I, your damage dice twice and then add your regular addition to it. Oh, oh no. For my battle axe? Yeah. Oh, my God. So 2d8 plus three? Correct. Man, alive. All right. Shit. Well, I rolled garbage. So that's good. <laughs> So uh, four plus three is seven. Seven damage. Okay. Uh, you you deal seven damage to Dell. Dell. Ah! Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry I pushed it through a window. Ow. <laughs> I'm over that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic drudging up the past. Uh, Rumple Foreskin is going to dash forwards and put themselves between you and the gargoyle, Dell. Oh. And they are going to breathe fire at this creature. And they miss. Rumple Foreskin's like, oh no, Dell, uh, and pushes you aside and breathes fire. And then it's like, are you okay? I don't, this is kind of weird. 
<laughs> like it's immediately, it's like a fire more of a distraction at this point Aww. than help because Rumpleforce gets so concerned about you using their bonus action to check in with you. Bonus. Yeah, Not got it. Great, but there it is. Bigger fish to fry. Okay, you heal yourself. I'll cover you. Okay. At which point the Gargoyle King turns to face Shadow Nemesis and then just says, Trying to protect your friends. <laughs> and the Gargoyle King reaches down and grabs you, Tyler. Can you roll me a strength saving throw? Oh, yeah, sure. Coming right up. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a, it's a good high roll. And uh, a total of oh, a dirty 20, thankfully. A dirty 20. The gargoyle had advantage and rolled two threes. So there's your nat one paid for. It reaches to grab you and can't succeed. Snarling, it just leans back and its mouth opens and you just hear this terrifying combination of an eagle's cry and a lion's roar. Whoa. Just it, it curdles your bones and it's so piercing that it hurts all of your ears. As it summons... Five miniature gargoyles. God they damn. flap down what? from above to join the fray. Shadow Nemesis, can you roll me a perception? <laughs> yeah, I smashed those things. Hold on a minute. Oh, my perception. Yeah, zero for perception. All right. Chunky and assembled, kind of. Well, that there's a 17. 17. You recognize that these gargoyles, at first you just see a swarm in the darkness come towards you, and then you realize they are all about two feet tall. And Shadow Nemesis, you can recognize that these are the same body forms and general appearance as the collection of gargoyles you had smashed around the king. Clearly they have come back to life, but they are so much smaller and so much less threatening than they otherwise would have been. You did okay. a tactically very smart thing earlier that is paying off for you now. Oh, great. Well, that's good. Are they just like gargoyle heads with like feet or something and like wings? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it seems to you, if you had to guess, that they just have been pulling together their form and kind of th they were at the very first stage of reforming the stones together. So they had very tiny versions of themselves, but mm. they might require a full night to recharge their full bodies. So <laughs> a night they shall not receive. I will take your word for that. <laughs> I say out loud. <laughs> so they are all flying in. Oh, man. Okay. I rolled their initiative, and it is very good. Okay, so. Whoops. There are going to be one each. One is attacking Shadow Nemesis. One is attacking Dell. One is attacking Tyler. And two are going after you, New Rogue, as you flee. Uh, however... Oh, fly. Yeah, no, they catch you because they can, they can move 40 feet. So, all right. They are all rolling attacks. Let's see what happens. <gasps> Shadow Nemesis, the miniature gargoyle attacking you, <laughs> gets a 10. So that is a miss as they swoop out of the darkness. And now yeah. we're just kind of like a little imp trying to attack you as you face off with the larger gargoyle. Dell, the one attacking you, rolls a 7. Also misses. <gasps> Tiny gargoyles. Uh, Rumple Foreskin is saving the day. Thank you. Tyler, that's a nat 20. So your oh, gargoyle comes uh, at you like it's I'm gonna, shot out of a gun. I'm going to I'm gonna try to interrupt that with a, a reaction to cast uh, Silvery Barbs. Oh, okay, great. Uh, it just means that um, I can distract the triggering creature. It turns its momentary... Uh, sorry. It gives me disadvantage, and then you can pass advantage onto somebody else if I am correct. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's only available when their attack is successful so this was successful this case, yeah, so this is yeah. perfect all right so we switch it to disadvantage that becomes a 17 what's your ac that meets it yeah Ooh. all righty so it Not will attack damage, i guess and you will take yeah yeah oh and it rolls well uh you will take seven piercing damage and it is clinging onto you. So it is at the start of its turn. It lands, it hits claws into your armor, and now it's just on you, at battering you with its wings and just punching with one free stone hand into your back as you are engaged in this combat. Then the attacks on New Rogue. One misses altogether. Oh, nice. And the other also misses. So they are <laughs> flying towards you, but you are fending them off and keeping your goat safe. Protect your missed goat. For the record, I'm I'm giving my uh, advantage to uh, Shadow Nemesis to use. 
Ooh. Great. So make a note of that, Shadow yeah. Nemesis. You have advantage. advantage. My silvery barbs gives gives you an advantage. On my next roll, I guess? Uh, your next uh, attack roll, ability check, or saving throw within one minute. Well, yeah, I'm going to use this. I'm not going to wait for a minute. I'm going to oh, use yeah, it. No, I... <laughs> and the doctor deputy uh, climbs into his robot, and he swings the door shut, and you just see him go, all right, now it's time to get it done. Uh, he <laughs> raises his rifle, and it clicks, pointing at the gargoyle king. And he goes, I don't, what is it? and he fires again, and it clicks. And he says, oh, no, the programming seems to be not so good. It seems like it has to hurt every member of the party before it counts as attacking the party. Because canonically, for those who remember, it was a fearful failure on attempting oh. to program the robot to save the Got party. It. Can I yell out to the party being like, see, this is what I was talking about. You see? That's How fine. You can yell that out. Good? I will respond with, get him off me. Get him off me. Because ah! <laughs> I am harried and harassed by a little stone baby. <laughs> yep. Uh, guy's goat. It just, the goat stays in your arms. The goat's not going to fight you. It's having a nice time. <laughs> That was that was him kissing the goat on the head. <laughs> for, for anyone of the podcast, not knowing what that sound was. You're a very good goat. Dell, you are up. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um going to use my bonus action to cast my bardic inspiration on Tyler and be like, ah, Tyler, you you're stronger than that little guy. You got it. <laughs> so you have D six bardic inspiration, and thank you. I guess what I'm going to do is use my other second level spell slot to cast phantasmal force on the big gargoyle, which Ooh. means that the this the is the Chuck, end of Chuck E. Cheese. This is, yes. the, this is the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I, I'm continuing the Chuck E. Cheese monsters because they're behind <laughs> the gargoyle and they're just sh shuffling forward in a oh, way God. they can't in real life and grabbing on to the gargoyle's legs. Wow. Okay, mechanically, how does this jamboree band attack work? Okay, so the thing that I don't know that I'm just rolling dice on is if it the gargoyle is an undead or a construct that it has no effect. And I don't know if it is. Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think Tyler said it was like a creature with a spell cast on it before, but I don't know. I'm just, this is all I know as a character. Just trying uh Based on the magic that has been involved in the identify that is there, I will say that this this qualifies as a creature with its particular curses. All right. Then it has to take an intelligence saving throw. Ooh, intelligence saving throw. The Gargoyle King is many things, but smart is not one of them. <laughs> that is a nine. All right. 13 was the DC. So Ooh. now nice. Nice. it takes 1d6 psychic damage. All right. Roll that. It's four. And okay. basically, for a minute, I, however many rounds that is, it's going to take 1d6 damage on my turn unless it uses its turn to investigate and find out that this isn't real. Otherwise, it'll keep going for a minute. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so that's that my other level. Attack. Mess with that mind. What are these unholy creatures? No, get your <laughs> instruments away from me. <laughs> yeah, do it, band. You got this. <laughs> that's my turn. <laughs> Tyler, you have a gargoyle clinging to your back that is punching yeah. you and buffeting you with its wings while you are yelling, get it off me. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, I'm assuming he, like, got some air to, like, get up on my back kind of thing. Like, he's Correct. just, he's they're riding coming high, down from kind above. of, yeah. yeah. Okay, down, coming down from above. I think I'm just going to try and reach up over my shoulders onto my back, just kind of scrabble scramble for anything find purchase on a rocky bastard and then just try and touch down spike him uh into the floor in front of you just get him off of me uh, majestic throw him into the ground uh that would be an athletics check athletics okay but the mist swirl up uh, around you we'll in particular 20 away thank you very much you could roll me a d6 yes here we go that's a four 
Yeah. Oh, we like oh. it. Tombstone Pile Driver. That's right. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, what specific wrestling move leads to the <laughs> abject destruction of this miniature gargoyle? Uh, gosh, I'm not good with names, so I will just have to describe it. Uh, if if we're doing a, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, it's just completely left my brain. Not a fearful failure, but a spooky success. success. Yeah. Thank you. If this is a spooky success version of this maneuver, then I think we uh, we juice it up a little and. Uh, uh, the uh, the force with which I'm trying to hurl this thing forward up and over my shoulders causes me to do a front flip, uh, uh, and I just land on my back, kind of, uh, uh, with the guy uh, underneath me. So my my back on top of him, he hits the ground, and then I kind of roll out of it and am up again. Great, you roll out of it and are up. And because this is a spooky success, you have destroyed this miniature oh. gargoyle, and that will count as your movement, but you are in engagement range of the Gargoyle King, should you wish to attack. Well, I'm uh, I'm not doing too good, even from that little, little stone bastard, so I'm going to have to kind of D up here. Uh, so I'm going to spend my bonus action and my action to um, get a little harder to hit. I'm going to go to my trauma place and <laughs> enter my... Uh, uh, enter my blade song stance, um, which is my bonus action. And I'm going to use my action to cast uh, a, I think, a new spell for this show, um, Mirror Image. Some of you may be familiar with Mirror Image. Um, Three illusory duplicates of myself appear in my space. Until the spell ends, the duplicates move with me and mimic my actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track which one of me is real. I can use my action to dismiss the illusory duplicates at any time. Um, well, not at any time, but on my turn. Um, each time a creature <laughs> targets me with an attack during the spell's duration, I roll the d20 to determine whether they actually attack one of my illusory copies. Uh, and we take it from there because they have their own armor class and everything as well. Wow. Nice. And the beautiful thing of that is it's not even concentration. It's just up for the next minute. So I don't even have to concentrate on it. Beautiful. You successfully summon illusory duplicates of yourself. So for everyone else, you now just see four Tylers switching in and out of position, and none of you know which Tyler is the real one. Oh. Yeah. New Rogue, you're busy protecting a goat running away and being harried by two miniature gargoyles as you try to flee the church. What are you doing now? It's your turn. So um, let me just try and get a lay of the land. So I went behind uh, the gargoyle head. The gargoyle head is on is in the basically the center of the room, so separated the gar- from the body. I was going to say, we no. So the gargoyle put his head back on at the start oh, of combat. That's so right. he's a fully attached gargoyle. So there is a large gargoyle, the gargoyle king, the big one standing on the altar at the far side of the church. Mm-hmm. It is surrounded by Dell, Shadow Nemesis, Rumple Foreskin, Dr. Deputy inside a robot, and Tyler. There are also miniature <laughs> gargoyles. One is attacking Shadow Nemesis yeah. and one is attacking Dell. And there are, you are 30 feet away. You ran away from the altar towards the front of the church to I run did. out the front door. I did, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you are carrying <laughs> your goat, mm-hmm. and you are being attacked by two of these small, two-foot-tall gargoyles. They have mm. not successfully done any damage, but they are right on top of you taking their swings. All right. Well, I'm going to... Uh, I, I, I want this little goat safer and away from me, and right now it has uh, the shield, so I'm going to just say, uh, be a good boy. And just go limp. And I'm just going to basically roll him along the ground, you know, kind of try and slide him on his butt out of the way uh, on the church floor. So I'm just going to go, yeah, that's what my first action is going to be. Great. Can you roll me an animal handling to see if this goat (laughs) understands what you say to it? Oh, God. Right. Damn it. Okay. Okay. 18. 18. The goat goes limp. You're not sure if it understood you or if it's just very tired. You're very new to this goat, but you just slide it under a pew. Great. So now that I have that out of the way, um, now I'm like, okay, Goyles, let's get down to fitness. And then I take out my war hammer and um, I'm... Are these on either side of me, like ones to my left, ones to the right? Sure. I mean, they're flying, so they're basically moving around you. Yeah, stuck in the middle with them is your current position, with two gargoyles kind of flapping around you, flying and and attacking. Okay, great. Um, I'm wondering, 
I so Warhammer I can use two-handed. Um, yes. So I'm going to. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wield it with both hands because I'm Great. really angry. I'm going to go for the one that's closest to me. Now, how 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 hovery is this gargoyle? Uh, near, you know, around me? Is it like five feet above me? Is it just... There is one that is circling you at about head height and one that is circling you at waist height. Which one do you want to take the swing at? I'm going to do the waist height because that gives me more room to basically land, I think. Great. So So I need you to roll me an attack against the waist height uh, gargoyle. (laughs) But before you do, the mists swirl up around you. Can you roll a d6? Four. You smash the shit out of that gargoyle, and because it does not have a tremendous amount of health, you smash the shit out of the second gargoyle. Just (gasps) raising your hammer up to swing down, you actually crush the gargoyle over your shoulder, and then swinging down, you crush the other one. Sweet. (laughs) Success. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to do anything with your movement? You did a free action to goat slide. You did your attack. Um, uh, you can still move ju- if you want to. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm going to move uh, close to assist them now that I have the goat in in a nice place. So I'm just going to go down to the goat and be like, stay here. I'll be right back. And I wink at it. And can then, you roll me animal handling? Oh, right. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. That's an 18 again. The goat just nods. Okay, I love you. The goat nods. I mean, that's a, that's huge. It's, it's it's like it's a little it's a little chill. That's it's intelligence a little calm. right there. You can't quite tell if it's like a yes or a no, but it's just like it seems to you like it gets it. Okay, and I'm going to uh, who's closest to me? That's in oh Tyler's the one that's in need of no you de- you destroyed that other uh, gargoyle. Yes, so, so Dell is behind the altar with Rumple Foreskin from the way you are facing, and Doctor Deputy. Uh, to the left side is Shadow Nemesis, who is standing on the altar, going toe-to-toe with the monster. And to the right side, from your perspective, is Tyler, who has just finished a super cool series of magical moves, and you are looking at four of him. <laughs> I, um, okay, uh... Power numbers. I'm going to I'm going to go with Adam and approach uh, the the King Gargoyle. Great. So you are dashing back to join the rest of the party surrounding and battling this gargoyle. Yeah. Which means it is time for the little gargoyles. There are not very many left, but they will make their attacks. One on Shadow Nemesis Blech. that will miss, and the other on Dell. That is an eighteen. Oh. Um, I, I will <laughs> cast Silvery Barbs again oh my as God, my new Tyler. reaction for the round. Ooh, okay. Uh, disadvantage for that, and I will give that advantage uh, to myself. Uh, oh. And I will say this gargoyle looks towards you, Dell, and then sees Tyler spring into multiple versions of himself. Mm-hmm. And it turns and with a screech flies at one of these Tylers at maximum speed. Tyler, I'm not going to make you roll for this because it rolled a nat okay. one on oh. its disadvantage. So it just misses altogether as it soars through one of your invisible ones uh, and smashes into a wall and breaks into pieces. So it has taken <gasps> itself out. So currently there's the Gargoyle <laughs> right. King and one tiny Gargoyle taking oh God, shots Tyler. at Shadow Nemesis. Wow. Okay. Shadow Nemesis. All right. You are up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I... Well, I thought these like tiny guys were going to be a problem, but uh, they seem to be just breaking. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to address the one that's like, I don't know, like trying to gnaw through my armor or something. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just going to just take another two-handed swing at the King Gargoyle. You got advantage from my, oh, my last yeah. spell. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then uh, with normally, advantage. Oh, oh no. no. I normally, use advantage then. <laughs> no, no. This is the balance. Ooh. Normally, you would have advantage, but you are actually fighting two foes at once because you have a small gargoyle that is attacking you. So Blast. we'll balance out two. You will get to make this attack neutrally. Oh, oh so you This is a boost advantage. up from the disadvantage you would have then. Correct. Oh. Which is nice. Yeah. I see. Well, then... You have to well, use this advantage now because it's what's yeah. in the role anyways. Can I change who I'm attacking then? Because this like little dude. Sure. Oh, you know, okay, no, no. You know what? Hold, hold on. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack the ba- a king gargoyle. And Great. then I'm going to, and then, but before I do that, I'm going to yell at Dr. Deputy. And I'm going to be like, get this thing off me, Dr. Deputy. 
And then I'll uh, be like, uh, so you're the King Gargoyle, are you? Will you face the Lord of Destruction? And then I'm going to just slice him in half with a two-handed attack. Nice. Roll your, roll your attack. Let's do this. Uh, when it's not advantage because... That's right. It's not advantage. Yeah, it, it, normally it would be an attack of opportunity from the small uh, gargoyle, but they're psychically controlled by the large one, so he's choosing mm. to impede you rather than take the swing. All also, right. he's getting attacked by a jamboree band and is very confused. <laughs> uh, all right, so plus five for a total of 13. 13 to hit. That will not hit. You take oh. your swing. And the Gargoyle King manages to focus enough because you yelled at it to mm. ignore the Jamboree band for a moment, <laughs> stepping back uh, and avoiding your blow. Damn. That's but I need to roll a deck save for the Gargoyle, uh, which it does not pass. Tyler, can you roll me a deck save? Higher numbers, please. Please roll higher, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> deck save total of... 11. 11. You can you could put Bardic on that, I think. Hold on. Let's see if it'll be a save. Ability check saving throw or attack roll. So if you wanted to, before Ryan says what it is. Uh, a total of 11. I'll use my silvery barbs to try and roll higher than a 7 on my d20. And I will Great. keep so the Bardic the inspiration advantage. d6. Yep. Yeah. Better. A total of 18 for my deck save. Total of 18. Tyler, you go to dodge aside as the Gargoyle King steps back to avoid a blow uh, and dodges around the Jamboree band and falls off the altar. And you look oh. up and see hundreds of pounds of stone moving towards you. And you go to dodge to the left and almost slip. And then you just feel Rumple Foreskin headbutt you and you bounce just <laughs> safely out of space with the assistance uh, of your friends. And you manage to avoid this monster slamming into the ground. Tyler, you dodged. Can you roll me 2d6? Uh, the separate results or the combined result? Combined result. Eight. Eight. All right. The gargoyle will take eight points of damage from the floor. The eight points of damage that you would have yes. taken if you had not dodged out of the way. Uh, that would have killed me. Nice one. Nice <laughs> this one. Is, this is where I live as a <laughs> wizard. Yeah. <laughs> And we will count. Uh, there we go. Uh, Rumple Foreskin uh, will turn and attack the small gargoyle that is still attacking <gasps> Shadow Nemesis with a blast of flame. They will miss again, firing a flamethrower at your ally to kill something small next to your ally is tricky. Mm -hmm. Shadow mm -hmm. Nemesis is unharmed, but sadly so is the gargoyle. And that is when the Gargoyle King rises to his feet, roaring in absolute fury, and turns on Tyler. The Gargoyle King turns towards Tyler, or more accurately, a random variable collection of Tylers <laughs> to try to attack. So, Tyler, can you remind me mechanically how this works again, just so we can all picture it and know what we're rolling? Yes, I have to roll a d20 when uh, a creature uh, targets me with an attack. And I'm assuming he's trying to do that right now? He's Correct. Trying to... There are going to be two attacks coming your two way. Two attacks? There is a bite attack and a claw attack. So, it, uh, according to the spell, it is each time I, they target me for an attack. So, I get to do this for each one. Great. That so, makes sense. Uh, what do you what do you want to try first? You want to get get the we'll teethies do, uh, on me or claw me? Uh, we'll do the claw because I picture him okay. trying to grab essentially and sense. then fight yep. if you're a little closer. Okay, so for the claw attack, I roll a d20. If it's a six or higher, uh, it's a nine. If it's a six or higher, it, it uh, targets one of my clones. Okay. Uh, the clones armor class is ten plus my dex modifier, so I think that means their armor class is eleven. 11 uh, okay yes so 11 to hit one of my that is clones. a 17 to hit from the claw attack yep so Ooh. it has no hp he just destroys one of the duplicates i am now three tylers instead of four what does it look like when one of these duplicates is destroyed you just see this massive clawed stone hand swing and strike through one but what does everyone see as it goes away i think true to kind of the we've talked we've thrown around the glass cannon term here with when as related to Tyler's abilities. Um, so I think it is just the sound of glass shattering and just uh, 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 the 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 clone um, 
sort of goes rigid and brittle in the last kind of shape and motion it was taking just as it gets struck and then it's like it was always just a glass statue and it just shatters into a million pieces uh, and they wow. turn to dust after all right shattering into glass and turning to dust the gargoyle king just roars again just i just want to kill you come on <laughs> and he's being attacked by a jamboree band obviously <laughs> dell he has not investigated can you roll me a d6 for the psychic damage it it, it says it's on my turn oh so. it's on your turn okay yep. well then we'll okay. wait it out but trying to so bite tyler again we have a bite attack coming up okay. yes so because i'm one clone down with two duplicates i have to roll an eight or higher now instead of a six Ooh. so i rolled a 19 so he is targeting one of my clones one of my all right he clones. lunges nice. forwards and bites down and with a 22 shatters a second illusion and tyler yep. you were just watching this massive 10 foot tall stone gargoyle destroy every defense as it's closing yep. in on you and and it's just um like you know i'm pretty new to all of this still so even i feel like the fear of death every time it's just it's like one clone over from the real tyler like mm -hmm. if only if he had known or if he was like an inch off it would have been like lights out for me so i'm reeling and trying to and, and reacting to almost getting murdered every time and luckily so are the clones for the rest yeah. of you it looks like a collection of very fearful illusionary tylers <laughs> and they're all not great at dodging but they yeah. keep getting smashed into glass yeah yeah a lot of them are just like putting arms up like just defensively as like a massive <laughs> set of teeth close around them <laughs> not the oh. face <laughs> and the guy goat remains uh hiding under the pews protected by four circling gold members gosh damn at which I point gold. <laughs> <laughs> dr deputy climbs up in a robot body jankily onto the altar and just says excuse me sir no thank you uh, and he's just gonna try to push this gargoyle gently without harming it away from you shadow nemesis oh. because he can't Good. harm it due to his programming but he can theoretically move it somewhere else if he doesn't oh. hurt it it's programming <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> that is a nat one. Shadow no! Nemesis, by trying to move the tiny gargoyle, you just get slammed by a robot and fall off the altar. Can you roll me a deck saving throw? Danger sense. This would apply yes. to danger sense. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. It works. Hell yeah. This is already a win for you, Adam. Yeah. Correct, like, correctly no applying the danger sensibility. No matter how this ends, it's already perfect. <laughs> Which is advantage, right? Just Correct. so I know how I'm working. Yeah, <laughs> I okay. love it. All right. I love what it, it does. so much. That's so good. Dex saving throw. Advantage. Oh, that's <laughs> a nat 20. Nat 20. Uh, 21. You, you are knocked off this altar. And you, rather than falling, end up doing a side flip. You just yes. flip feet overhead and land on the ground. And you feel like you're, you realize as you land that your hands are open. And that means you aren't holding your axe. Uh -oh. Until you look and see the mists encircling one of your gauntleted arms. And you see that your axe, you can't see it right now until you flex your wrist and then the axe pops out of your arm. Holy shit, I say, <laughs> and what? You can, and you can feel that if you twist your fist left to right, it will switch over to a sword or one might say a spike, perhaps a RoboCop-esque <gasps> data spike. What's happening? Wow. The mists have gifted you an arm blade, meaning you cannot be disarmed of this weapon. And you can summon it and stab it outwards at any time. Wow. How do we even make a note of this? Like, awesome <laughs> gauntlet? Yep. You wow. are just more RoboCop now. Yeah. Uh, wow. And because that was a nat 20 on a save, I will give you an attack of opportunity against the Gargoyle King because you are have, have access to this Gargoyle's back as it keeps smashing through glass tilers. <laughs> All right. I, like, I do, like, a flip, and I just, like, land awesomely. I notice like the mist just fade away and I see maybe there's like two images on there just so I know what's happening. It's like <laughs> axe spike. And so I just, I like, I go switch to spike mode and I, I just 
wind up and right in, right in his back. I just want to be like, get ready for some back action and just <laughs> punch him right in the back. Great. With- Roll me a one-handed attack. And I will say for an ongoing basis, for the spike or the axe, we will use the same stats coming out of your arm blade for this because I don't want you to have to choose between them mechanically. I want you to awesomely be able to use whatever is awesome. Oh, sweet. Okay, so oh, th- that lovely. plus five. like Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay, come on, baby. All right. Um, wait, did you say advantage? No. No, I did not. Danger sense? Okay, all right. You are used that. <laughs> all right. Buddy. Okay. Uh, ow. All right, I was so, okay, well, it's like a total of 10. A total of 10. You pop that spike out and say, it's time for some back action. And you lunge forwards just as the gargoyle turns to attack another Tyler and miss <sighs> altogether. Now just standing next to it. He's you so realize squirmy. He's he's very uh, powerful and fast, and you are trying a brand new weapon you've never used before in combat, which is awesome, but maybe not the most effective combat tactic. Blast! All right. Which means it's time for Dell. <sighs> okay, now I can finally roll my d6. Yeah, get him. Hell yeah! Animatronics going after this. It's a six. <laughs> it's a six. <laughs> the gargoyle takes six psychic damage. As you continue to wail away at it with a jamboree band. Dell, I'm going to ask you because you're a pretty creative person. Visually, what does it look like for a jamboree band of robots to attack a gargoyle in a way that would scare the gargoyle? I think it's because they walked off after playing all of their instruments and then they're coming down. And, you know, I I went from this place of thinking, yay, Thanksgiving, to being like, oh, no, we're being attacked. We got to attack back. So they... They're, they were normal, and then they just started coming apart. So it's like they bite on the gargoyle, but they're just all coming apart, and then there's just too many electronic and metal pieces inside of them that doesn't even make any sense. It's just like hmm. very surreal horror style where they're just kind of, there's extra limbs coming out, and it's just, it doesn't make sense because it's just illusionary. So it's a Cronenberg jamboree band yeah. with the aesthetic of one of those Elmos that tickled me almost like got set on fire that people put on YouTube <laughs> for a while. Yes, yeah. Yeah. A bit of a it, virus situation, if you remember the Donald yes, Sutherland movie. A hundred percent. So, Dell, what are you doing? The Jamboree Band from Hell is currently engaging in combat, and glass tilers are getting smashed, while the doctor deputy unsuccessfully tries to wrestle a small gargoyle, and Shadow Nemesis keeps swinging and missing at the biggest enemy you've fought yet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> that, is, that is a great thing. I think it's... There's there's so many options and I just feel like the guys are attacking it and trying to lock it down and I'm just like oh we are in a graveyard maybe the ghosts maybe the ghosts will tell me something so I'm going to try and tell myself get the ghost to tell me a ghost story and see if it's actually going to be useful here so I'm using my my bonus action great nope no it's not useful oh. I'm like come on ghosts and Werner comes back out and he tells me about the squirrel again I'm like Werner. Werner, you told me about the squirrel. We don't need yes, cheat know, right now. It's not up to me. It's up to the people. So, you know, he chitter-chitters. Maybe you could sort this <laughs> no, out after. No, Werner, that's... No, you, you have so much inter-party conflict. It's Maybe it'll help you after this right if you survive. Now, they, I don't. I don't care. I don't want to be here either, but they keep sending me to tell you <laughs> stories. And you get the squirrel one. Do uh, a chitter-chitter. No, I'm not <laughs> chittering. I just... All right, we got to fight. <laughs> Fine. Okay, good luck. <laughs> so there's still one last gargoyle baby that's on Correct. Adam, right? <laughs> it's on Dr. Deputy right now because Adam got knocked off that's the altar. Right. All right. Well, I feel like I can't fix all of this, but maybe I can <laughs> fix one tiny gargoyle and I pull out the cool bow and I shoot it with the cool bow. <laughs> Amazing. Can you roll me the attack? Yes. Do we need to hear the cool word for the attempted yeah, attack or we... only when it hits? Uh, <laughs> it's a 14. It is a 14. Meets it, beats it. So it hits. What cool thing does the bow yell as you fire it? Mohawks. (laughs) (laughs) Roll your damage. (laughs) Listing cool things. (laughs) It's six damage altogether. Six damage. You save the doctor deputy in his useless robot suit as this gargoyle smashes apart. And the word Mohawks echoes through the space. 
to inspire you, Tyler. This is the true bardic inspiration you needed to hear a cool thing <laughs> as you watch the Gargoyle King continue to smash through all of your very fragile, very shatterable illusions. And you know that if it gets through those, you have just as fragile a body that will break just as quickly. That's the end of this episode, listener, but next week you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Jesters of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lail, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands. And what do you do exactly besides dance with strangers? I work for the postal service. <laughs> you, you're a. A postman. We're right. We're right. Miss what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person? Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you. It seems like a lot. Sada, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos, Raúl. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. 
out now. For more information, please visit wlfdr.com.